Hi everyone, welcome to the AI of Mankind show, where I share anything interesting about mankind. I'm your host for this season. My name is Andrew Liu. I've worked across four continents and 12 international cities. Also, I've worked in tech startups across a range of roles from selling products, making customer happy, figuring out fundraising, making finance tick, building teams, and developing sticky products. Apart from building startups, I've also worked in Fortune 500 companies as a chief data scientist or technologist or people leader. You can call me Jack of all trades or master of learning. I hope to make this podcast show a great learning experience for us. In each season, there is a series of interesting things where I invite guests to share their views about their life and interests. Now let the show begin. In the previous episode, George shared his views on how low-code enables the future of work, support reskilling and upskilling. This episode continued the part 4 conversation with George and George shared his career advice on how to build a career in AI, digital and data. Let's continue. Okay, great. This is one of the things that the audience in this podcast show always like to know from successful people like you. So coming back to the topic of learning, what is the best book you read about digital transformation. I probably would recall two books, and they may not exactly be digital transformation, but they're the ones that influence me the most to think work. One would be a book called Product-Led Growth, which by Wes. Uh, what it does is it says that in the future, when you build software products, it should be good enough so that people adopt it without training. I should be able to see it, play around with it. It will prompt me on what to do next, based on what I'm doing, give the next thing, and it's so simple and easy to use and it gives very specific techniques on how to do it. So the entire time to value from when you give a software to someone to when it delivers value to an organization reduces drastically. And the training, consulting time, everything reduces. So a lot of very good questions. That was one book. The other book is, the I think, by John Dewar, which was about this thing, Measure What Matters, OKR, Objectives and Key Results. It's a key, it was the secret sauce of Google and many companies in the Valley, and now it's becoming popular around the world. It's a lovely business practice which was really useful during COVID times because the focus is on outcomes. If you work on outcomes, then things keep moving. And I think OKR is a great way and I loved it so much that we built a product out of it. So Strategy has OKR as one of its products. And if you ask me, the third book that influences me is of course the Bible. I read it every day and I get inspired by it. So now after the book that you have read, tell us what is the number one application software that you use every day? I'm not much of a, a fan of these apps apart from our own suite that we use internally and are built out of Treasury. But I think the one that I tend to use most is LinkedIn, surprisingly. The kind of feed that comes across, I find it interesting and inspirational from many people telling their stories and, and, and the articles they link to. And so when, some, when one of my friends recommends an article, I definitely like, okay, he said it, it must be good, and I go in there and, and, and see it. So LinkedIn's kind of been uh, my favorite app from that perspective. For those who are very keen to start a career in the digital space, or the software engineering space, or the product management space, what are your top three career tips that you can offer to the audience out there? There's an old concept which I picked up long back. It's called the T, letter T concept. 
which is the T, the bottom part of the T is a vertical line. That means you've got to be good at one space and be almost the best in the world in one space. You choose something and become very good at that and it's a narrow space and you've got to be among the best in the world. So over a period of time, choose what that is and keep going after it for your career throughout. So if you are deciding to be do something in programming, be a programmer to your life. So be very good at it. If you want to do consulting, be good at it. If you do sales, be good at it. Whatever you're doing, decide that's your space. I think when you go through college or you finish first few jobs in your career, you can decide what that. Rest of your life is all about becoming the best in that particular T going down. The top part of the T is about breadth. It's get as much experience as possible in all related fields related to the your T in place. The broader it could be economics, it could be advice, finance, it could be any topic, but you have to have a consistent learning. I think one of the mistakes I made when I finished, let's say when I finished my MBA or something like that, I thought I knew everything. That's when you realize you just know nothing. So just starting off. And what you should be really thinking is that education helps you to learn how to learn, whereas your readiness to learn is lifelong and because things keep changing every three years and self-learning is going to be your tool into the future. Nobody is going to teach you anything after and you will be outdated so you've got to keep learning. So these are all the tips that I have. I think I'll just add one more. I just thought of one more. Get your hands dirty. When you're learning, it's easy to learn theory, read a lot of books, but nothing works as well as trying something. It's okay if you fail, just keep trying. Don't learn something just for any course that you're self-learning, don't stop at the listening part. Get into the exercise. Try something, do something. That's also quite important. Also a believer of do as you learn and learn as you do so that you get some mastery. So let me summarize a bit about your three wonderful great tips. So the first one is to enable a T-based knowledge, be an expert at one area, go after it tremendously, persistently, passionately, and do cover a bit of both horizon so you get a better breath of things. Keep learning, be good at that thing, and then as you chalk up a specialist path, the best way of learning is actually do as you learn and learn as you do. Great, fantastic career tips out there. And so finally, what is your request from those who are listening to this podcast? What is your ask? Please tell the audience. From an ask perspective, I'd say that the low code and AI are going to be the key things in digital transformation. So while low code is not so well known, look at it quite seriously and to those who are either investors or those who are looking at getting transformation done do look at it seriously and we are always there anytime you can get in touch check out stability.net and you can find out what we have done testimonials as well as contact us or what we can do for you we are always there the other is yeah everybody is ready for investment of growing so we are also ready for growing our company and scaling it globally we're looking for not only investment but also good people to join us so anyone out there who's interested and you love what i'm saying and happy to interact with you there is a bit on ethics that i want to talk about especially those in the tech field we're going to face a lot of things which test our ethics for example if ai can be biased related ones we can build applications that can be biased we can build applications that are true and honest and the other thing is about Technology is about sustainability and the climate. And please, I think the younger generation knows it better. We got to be doing a lot more for tech for sustainability and the climate. And of course, in general, inequality is really what we want to eliminate in all forms. And yeah, anybody, that, everyone needs to focus on that. And yeah, we have to keep things in mind like privacy and security and so many things are there involved. So we all have a part to play. Fantastic, John. That was a handful. Okay, let me help you summarize, man. 
So to the folks out there who's listening to this podcast, Josh is a great person of approachability and of great wealth of knowledge about low code. If you have any questions that you want to ask about low code, you want to build any products, and if you want to invest, please go and talk to him. You can find on on my show notes about the website link and his LinkedIn profile. Please contact him. And of course, he's also a guy who really cares about the earth. So he could even tell you how low code more energy efficient and not only that but in terms of ethics he's also a man of character where you know apart from getting the business done he also cares about how do you build the product once of all thank you so much josh for coming to the show we have come to the end of the show hi everyone we have come to the end of part four with george and this is the end of the podcast series with george thanks for listening to this podcast if this is the first time you are tuning in remember to subscribe to this show If you have subscribed to this show and love this episode, please share it with your friends, family, and acquaintances. See you later and see you soon.